0: Hey there, traders. Looking to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash specialoffer. All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer.
0: Today's episode of the How to Trade Stocks and Options Podcast is sponsored by finclub.ai. FinClub.ai helps you take the guesswork out of trading. Now, what do I mean by that? They actually use artificial intelligence and advanced algorithms to bring you the best stock picks on a daily basis. And it's one of the tools that we use at 10MinuteStockTrader.com because they really do deliver the best stock picks that I've seen anywhere. It's absolutely unreal. Just looking over the last week of trading, they have win rates that are 88%, 92%, 93%, and 94%. I mean, it's fantastic. And kind of scary how well that this program works. And these are some of the tools that the big Wall Street banks use. And FinClub.ai has made it available to you and everybody through your phone, through your computer, through your iPad, anywhere you want to have it. These artificial intelligence tools are yours to use to find the best stock picks out there. Now, if you sign up for their service by April 1st, 2019, you're going to be getting huge discounts. I mean, big discounts, kind of like they might be losing money by having you on the service by using these kind of discounts. But even after that point, they're still going to be offering some awesome discounts when you use the code 10 minute. That's one zero M-I-N-U-T-E. Make sure you use that code so you can get these giant discounts. And you're probably skeptical, right? How is there going to be a service that offers these awesome stock picks for a really great price? And at the same time, you know, people like me use them. People like Wall Street banks use them. But you know what? They have a 14-day free trial. So go out and try it and see for yourself. See if you can actually use this in your own portfolio. Because I'm pretty sure you're going to find some awesome stock picks. And whenever you see how well that they uh, hit those target numbers that they're putting out there, it's going to freak you out. Because it freaked me out the first time I saw it. I emailed the developers there and I was like, this is unreal. You guys are about to become billionaires. And they're like, yeah, we know. So... Get in the service while you can, because honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't think it's going to be around forever because it's so good. It's going to be scooped up by a VC firm or Wall Street bank, and then we're not going to have it anymore. So sign up while you can, essentially, is what I'm trying to tell you. And make sure you use the code 10MINUTE, that's one zero M I minute and you will be just as blown away as I was by FinClub.ai and their artificial intelligence platform. Hey there, 10-Minute Traders. Welcome back to the How to Trade Stocks and Options Podcast, brought to you by 10 Hey, today we have a special podcast. I actually was interviewed by Casey Stubbs on the Cash Flow Hacking Podcast. Um, I'm going to put this out on the interwebs for you all to enjoy, uh, with Casey's permission, of course. Please make sure you check out Casey's show, the Cash Flow Hacking Podcast. I mean, he's got nearly 50 episodes so far, and the entire... Uh, premise of the show is obviously dedicated to creating cash flows, right? Makes total sense. Great idea. Very, very flattered that Casey would uh, let me come on his program. Uh, this is going to be an audio-only podcast mainly because the lighting and the video that uh, Casey and I put together on the the video that we did it kind of looks like I am being interrogated and, and in prison, and so because of that, I am going to just leave it as an audio-only episode for you all to enjoy because the uh, the video is not the best one I've ever made. Anyway, hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, and uh, you know, make sure you come back tomorrow for more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And let's get right into the cash flow hacking episode with Casey Stubbs.
1: Welcome to the Cash Flow Hacking Podcast, where we help people increase their cash flow. We do this by talking to the experts who have a proven financial strategy that has worked for them. We get the inside info with the smartest people by taking a deep dive, asking the right questions, and getting specific action steps that you can use. We study the experts who have defied control. Wisdom, who have unlocked the doors to greater wealth, and we share it with you. For those of you who realize that you're not yet at your full potential, you're underemployed, or you're simply looking to grow your cash flow, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Cash Flow Hacking Podcast, hosted by Casey Stubbs. Hello, this is Casey Stubbs for the Cash Flow Hacking Podcast, and today we're with Christopher Yule, who is the host of the How to Trade Stops and Auctions Podcast, and he's also the founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Chris, thanks for being on the show today.
0: Casey, thank you so much for having me.
1: Just to let the audience know, we ran into each other on Twitter. He tweeted me a couple times and I thought that was pretty cool and so it's I always like to mention for people that think social media is a waste of time I've met so many cool people on social media so I'm really really glad to be able to uh, have this meeting based off of a tweet.
0: Oh I completely
1: agree with you there. So uh, when I saw that you were really into options. I, I've had some some great options traders on the show, and I'm just looking to continue build on the education that I'm able to offer some of my listeners today. And so I know you put out a lot of content on options. You do a daily podcast. You're putting out a lot of videos and training and courses as well as trading. Uh, so I know that you're really the right guy to ask on options. So just give us a little rundown of how you got into options trading and maybe what is a good way for the average person to get started into it?
0: Well, I appreciate the lead in there. I'll, I'll try and do my best to live up to those expectations. I started trading stocks in 2009. I was really fortunate. I, I had a, uh, a company where we could trade stocks in, in a uh, IRA portfolio that they had set up for us. And through that time, I was buying lots of leveraged ETFs. You know, inverse ETFs, um, triple leverage, uh, double leverage, things like that. Trying my best to uh, to gain the market as best I could, but over time I kind of fell out of favor with it. I wasn't wasn't making much money. Uh, I was losing a lot of sleep because of it, and I kind of just put it on the back burner for a while. And then one day I was at work, and then my boss at the time was telling me, "Hey, if you uh, if you believe you know Deutsche Bank is going to go down so much, why don't you just go out and buy a put?" And I was like, wait a minute, it's been a long time since I heard this. So I ran over, cause I'm one of those nerds that kept all my textbooks and I opened my textbook. In the textbook, there was two tabs in that textbook. And uh, one of the tabs was for bonds and the other tab was for options. And uh, just to back up real quick, I've been in the financial industry. I took the, the uh, corporate financial track since 2009. So I've been in the financial wor- world for a while, uh, a certified management accountant as well. But really, my passion was, was trading. And so whenever I opened that book and I found the options tab in it, I was like, how is it possible that Chris from 10 years ago would know, hey, come to this tab on this day to learn about how to trade options? So I opened my book and I was like, wow, this is incredible. People make money you know, buying put, sell puts, selling puts, buying calls, selling calls. And so I just kind of jumped in from there and I absorbed as much as I possibly could. And then I, I love to talk about this because there's a lot of people that sell the dream of being a trader where you're going to get, I just just last week saw a guy who, who's spouting on the, the Twitter about how he took $150 to $451,000 in two weeks. But you know, he's got one of those Twitter accounts where he doesn't have his name, nor he doesn't have a picture. You know, he's just an unnamed incredible trader out there. But there's a lot of people that sell the dream, whereas I try and talk about the reality of it a good strong return is uh, 20 to 30% over a year. And you can do that with options kind of easily. It's not like buying stocks. With the stock, the only way it it goes profitable is if it goes up at least one penny from where you're at. But there's a 50-50 chance that it's going to go down at least one penny or more from where you bought it at. But with things like puts, you can structure those trades where it will have a 70, 80, 90% probability of profit. And then every month as those expire, you can just put on more and more and more. But to your point there, an easy way to get started for people, I always tell people this, if you already trade stocks, a covered call is probably the easiest kind of trade that you can get into. Because if you already own the shares, let's say you own a hundred shares of Microsoft, you're happy with Microsoft, you like owning Microsoft, well, you could sell a call against that, and you can generate income every month from selling those calls. And the best part about a f- covered call is, let's say Microsoft goes up, you get to keep all of that uh, equity gain as well as the, uh, the price of the call that you sold, as long as it doesn't go above the price of the call. And in all reality, you can set those up to where you know 70% of the time, your call stays out of the money, you're keeping all of that call premium that you sold, and you're still long the stock that you want to be an investor in. So there's so many different ways to profit with options. It's it's really incredible.
1: So just on the covered call aspect, if you're out of the money, do you mm-hmm. then have to sell your shares, correct? No. If you're if that call or if it's uh, expires, in the money. If it's, if in, it's in the in money. The money. Yeah.
0: Right, but that's actually your best case scenario. And I'll okay. tell you why. Because you you've got let's say Microsoft's $100 and you sold a 105 call and let's say you sold that call for a dollar, okay? Your current price of Microsoft being 100 now just got reduced by the amount of the call you sold. So your current price of Microsoft is actually $99, okay? Then on top of that, you get to capture all of the equity gain, like I was mentioning a minute ago, from 100 to 105. So you get to capture 101, two, three, four, and then only after it goes to 105 do you get the shares called away, and that's only at expiration. Okay. Uh, it doesn't happen right away. And a lot of people are unsure with that. Options, they have an expiration date, but you actually don't have to do much of anything. You can close it, you can open it, you can roll it as much as you want until expiration. That's the final date. So if it does go in the money, you could just roll it out to the next month. Maybe roll it up to uh, the 106 and you could keep that call on even longer.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that's actually pretty cool. So I want to just back it up a little bit because... I'm thinking that some people who might own some stocks had heard that, and it might not be totally clear at this point. Sure. Just because you are in this every day, and it's really <laughs> – It
0: comes clear easy to me. Your <laughs> language,
1: right? Yeah. And, and not everyone speaks that language. So right. So if you own the shares, can you explain what it actually means? Just use that Microsoft example. You own 100 shares sure. of Microsoft. What exactly does it mean to sell a call on those shares? So there's two types of options. One is a call and
0: one is a put. A put gains in value as the stock price goes down. A call gains value as the stock price goes up. But whenever you sell a call, it's actually bearish. And I know that gets really confusing.
1: So bearish means can be what? What is bearish? Mean?
0: means you want it to go down. Okay, okay. So a call, depending on if you buy it or if you sell it, can be bullish or bearish. So a call that you sell, can be bearish means you want the stock price to go down. Like we talked about, you want to stay under the 105 call that you've sold. But let's say you sold that call to me. I, uh, as the option buyer, I want it to go above 105. And then the way it breaks even is the premium that I paid for it, that dollar a minute ago, which is actually a hundred dollars because there's a hundred share multiplier. The break even point on that 105 call is actually 106 because I paid a dollar for it. So whenever you sell the call, you you don't have any extra risk on the trade at all because your shares are covered by that call. So the only thing that can happen is if your call goes in the money, it gets called away with your shares at expiration and you get to keep the premium and you get to keep all the equity gain on top of it. So that's why I say it's the easiest trade for somebody who's already got shares to get into options trading.
1: Yeah, that's actually pretty... Pretty cool because if you have a, a decent sized portfolio, what you're talking about is basically turning your holdings into a cash flow generator. Exactly. So it costs money to get those holdings in place, but once they're there, you can get a decent return on that money. So when you sell the call, they pay you for that, they they give you money immediately. Exactly. Yep.
0: Yeah, it goes into your account. So so you've sold me the call, or I've sold you the call. You've now taken in $100 in your account. And the only way that uh, you're going to be losing is if the equity goes down, but you still actually just reduced your breakeven point. You bought it at 100 but you just took in $100 more in credit from that call you sold you. Your breakeven price is now 99 So okay. that makes it even better.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really good. And then also... Can you tell me a little bit about, you said something about 70% or 90%. Is that So when you're purchasing it, how do you know what the likelihood of whether the call is going to expire in or out of the money? Great, great question. So let's go back to our Microsoft
0: example. The options market makers have set the prices of the options along the chain. Now, there's a chain for both calls and puts. And the chain meaning that you can transact business at each one of these points on the chain. So there's going to be a 101 strike, a 102 strike, 103, 104, and 105. Based on the historical moves and based on the options premium, those market makers have assigned a probability to each one of those strikes being in the money at expiration. And in the money means that the person who bought the call will be taking it at that price. So I decided to get long at Microsoft at 105 because I bought the 105 call from you. But Microsoft has to do something. Microsoft can only profit for me if it goes up to 105 plus the premium that I paid. Whereas you as the option seller, this is where it gets into a high probability trade. is because Microsoft can stay where it's at. It can go down or it can go up to the 105. And any one of those scenarios, up, down, or up, or I'm sorry, down, uh, staying still, or up to the 105, each one of those scenarios is possible and it has a probabilistic outcome that is actually shown in the options chain. You can look in the options chain on your broker platform at a column called Delta. And Delta will tell you right there, the probability that it goes in the money. And let's say you're selling a call that you wanna have a 70% probability on. You just go to the 30 Delta call, which in our example is the 105, and you know well ahead of time that seven out of 10 times, there's nothing to worry about. This trade is gonna make money and it's gonna be great. So, yeah, that's how they they uh, assign their probabilities right there on the trading screen.
1: This shows really about creating extra cash flow, and this seems like a really great opportunity to do so when we're talking a hundred shares, what type of um, returns we already know that people are holding the shares because they're expecting the stock to go up, and mm-hmm. so over time, it's been proven that people that are buying and holding are doing pretty well uh just using that alone and so then how much additional cash flow would selling the options bring rather than just holding the shares
0: great question okay whenever i i talk about this scenario i i tell people that you can actually profit in three different ways whenever you sell covered calls first let's say you get into a stock like gm or something like that that has a pretty hefty dividend. There's lots of high dividend paying stocks out there. By owning the stock, just owning it, you're going to be receiving the dividend. Like, Let's say maybe you get a 4% dividend on that. There's 4% over a year right there. Then you've got the stock appreciation, and then you may be able to collect an additional 4% or more over the course of a year by selling these calls. So, I mean, you've got the stock appreciation, which could be you know, if, let's say if we're doing the broad market, it averages eight to 10% over a year. Now, obviously some years are different than others, but uh, let's say it averages 8% a year. Most of the time, those calls you sell are going to stay out of the money. So you're going to generate, let's call it another three and a half percent. And then uh, you're getting the dividend on top of that. So another 4%. So you'd be looking at potentially 15% or more just by owning the stock you already own if it pays a dividend and you're selling calls against it
1: the cool thing I think about that is you can then use your dividends and your premiums from your calls to buy more shares and then you're scaling right so maybe the first year you're only buying you're only selling one call but next year you can sell two and then just slowly increase that way you could
0: do that or you could just take your money i mean there's there's no reason you don't have to reinvest all the dividends and the uh, the call premiums. You can actually use that like you were talking about earlier for cash flow
1: right, yeah, that's yeah true, okay, cool all right well well, that is a really good strategy for people that are already owning stock. I really like that, and it seems like uh there's a little bit of a learning curve there because there's a lot of terminology and a lot of right things like that. Uh, what is something else that someone could get into other than covered calls that is in the options arena that? fairly simple to get into and successful, so, simple sure, and successful.
0: Absolutely. So let's say you don't want to own the shares of Microsoft. For example, I mean, if you're owning 100 shares of Microsoft and it's $100 per share, that's about $10,000 in capital if you're not buying it on margin. But what's really incredible about options trading is you can scale that down to where you're putting on trades that have like a $50 risk. I mean, if you don't already own the stock, you can emulate a covered call by selling a put or a put spread. So where we talked about before selling the call at the 30 Delta, now we could sell the put, which is the opposite end of the options chain here at the 30 Delta. And you may not collect as much as a dollar before, a dollar per share, so $100 in credit. Maybe you're only collecting 45 cents or 30 cents or something like that, but still you're risking only 60, 70, $80 and you're still getting that same appreciation in the stock price and the premium from the the puts there. So that's another example of how you can structure your trade, where instead of putting all this uh, margin and capital up front, you could pretty much do the same thing, but on the opposite side of the options chain with puts.
1: Now, this sounds pretty intriguing to me because it seems like there's less capital requirement to do this. Is that correct?
0: Absolutely. Now, with, with puts, I mean, you can sell a put they call it naked, you can sell a put naked where you have an unlimited amount of risk, which is terrifying. I don't trade that way. For example, like uh, in late 2018, when the market crashed about 20%, you had sold puts, you're on the hook for that 20%. Yeah, I, I can see where you're, you're like, oh geez, I don't wanna do that. But what's really cool about this is you can structure it so it's a put spread. So you're selling one put and then you're buying another put. And by doing that, you get to keep the difference in, uh, in the premium between the two. I mean, you can structure that so it's really tiny, maybe $50 in risk, or you can structure it out to be $500 in risk. And as much risk as you want to take, you will be compensated for that risk
1: on the amount of put uh, premium that you're taking in. So I would just like to tell everyone that's listening, there's definitely a lot of risk involved. However you've just got to really understand what you're doing and be smart about it. If you take the proper precautions, and that's why I recommend going to Chris's website, 10 com and learning what you need to learn before taking any unwise moves uh, because managing risk is a big part of options trading, right?
0: Absolutely. And then like we were talking earlier about buying the 105 call, the only way that 105 call is going to make money is if it goes up to 105 plus the premium I paid for it. And that's where people assign a lot of risk to options. First, if you're selling puts and the market goes down 20%, you're on the hook for that. Second, if the market doesn't go up to 105, you just paid this money and you have nothing to show for it. That's kind of my story too, is when I first started trading, and I'll share this with you because I love sharing this story. I lost two thirds of my account in the first 60 days I started trading. And I was like, okay, I, I need to stop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Now, that was obviously a few years ago, but I brought that up to my wife and she's like, can't you learn how to trade without real money, with fake money? I was like, oh yeah, I guess I could. So there's paper trading. And I, I definitely suggest people who don't know how to trade, who are just looking to get into trading, to find a, a platform. There's lots of them out there that actually have a paper trading service. So you realize what buttons to click you know how much risk you're taking. And once you really firm up the grasp of, okay, this is how it works. Now I get it. Start treating it like as if it were real money. I mean, you know, it's basically giving you a hundred thousand dollars in fake cash, but if you treat that like it's real money and you're actually learning how to use it, you'll be better off whenever you actually start with real money. Cause it's completely different when you go from fake money to real money when you go from video games to doing it in real life it's completely different there's a lot of emotionality that gets tied up whenever you're looking at potentially losing money
1: right but it sounds like you had a, a pretty expensive uh, learning experience there <laughs>
0: absolutely i call it my tuition that was my yeah. tuition to, to trading college you could say
1: yeah so i'm kind of on the aggressive side of things that's just kind of how my nature is and what i think so when you talk about covered calls then all of a sudden you talk about options the first light bulb that goes off in my head is, well, if I had a portfolio, why wouldn't I just sell all my stocks and trade options, use that money to trade options? Because it seems like my gains would grow a little faster because it takes less capital to make the trades.
0: Yes. That's actually what I do. I trade very little stocks. I do mostly options. But then again, I've been trading options for half a decade now. I know the risk associated with it. So it's certainly not something I, I, I'd uh, tell people to liquidate their portfolio and, and go straight options because there's still times where I mess up and I'm like, ah, geez, what was I thinking? Like last summer in gold, I went long gold and I was wrong. I was dead wrong. And and I paid a lot of money to show the proof that I was wrong about being long gold. But then again, I I let my ego get in the way. And that's something that traders and, and everyone else seems to to realize is that You've got to completely remove your ego, your emotionality with it, and realize that bad traits happen, but that doesn't mean you have to hold on to them. It doesn't mean you have to keep it and watch it as it goes down and down and down every single day. So if I had just cut my losses at one point, I wouldn't have had this incredible gold story where I lost a lot of money, but I sure learned from it.
1: Yeah, but like you said, that's ego, and that means you actually have to admit you're wrong. I don't really like to do that too much.
0: especially when you have to admit it to your wife yeah
1: well maybe i could just do it in the market but never in real life yeah there you go (laughs) no just kidding Uh, i'm wrong all the time too that's really good that's a lot of information that we've unpacked in a pretty short period of time i've really learned a lot just in these few minutes is there any other options tips or strategies that you'd like to unload on us right now
0: there's so much to options. You can structure trades where where they're bullish, where they're bearish, where they're neutral, where like, let's say you're looking at an iron condor. I used to trade more of those than I do now, but uh, let's say an iron condor, actually, you don't want the stock to go anywhere at all. And when I tell people that, they're like, what do you mean you don't want to go anywhere? With an iron condor, it's completely neutral. So you're basically boxing in the trade and you're saying it can go up some, it can go down some, or it can stay where it's at. Uh, that's what I really want to make make happen. So you don't have to be on any kind of trend. It can just sit and literally sit still where it's at. And as time goes by, those options that you've sold decrease in value. Think of it this way, right? If you're selling something, you want it to go down in value before you buy it back to close the, the trade. And I know new traders, whenever they hear something like, I can sell something I don't own already. Yeah, it gets really confusing. I understand that. But yeah, there's, there's so many different strategies. And on my website, I have a complete section for bullish strategies, neutral strategies, and bearish strategies that anyone can go into and learn how to do these. And like I said earlier, a lot of options traders will go naked, undefined risk. I don't do that. I only trade defined risk because I want to be sure that I am controlling my capital and not waking up to a, a huge surprise the next day.
1: Yeah, I think that's a place where I've heard a lot of options traders have gotten into trouble because they're trying to hit home runs and mm, trying yeah. to win big. And, and I believe that it is possible trading that way that you can make a greater return if you're right. But then if you're wrong, you're in trouble. Right. So going
0: back to our Microsoft 105 call, for example, I'm excited about Microsoft. I want to go along at Microsoft at 105. And it's only going to cost me $100 to control these $10,000 worth of shares. So yeah, absolutely I want to go long Microsoft, but I only have a thirty percent probability of it actually going in the money and then I'm really may not make all that much money. It may go to 108 and I've made a couple hundred dollars but the the dream that people sell with options trading is it going from like 105 to two thousand right <laughs> it really that doesn't happen. a lot of people look at at options and stocks in general as lottery tickets and there's a lot of people who spew that on the internet, where it's like, buy 14 billion thousand penny stocks, and they go from one penny to two penny, you're a billionaire. It's incredible. But it's so risky. I mean, it could go from one penny to half a penny, and then you, you've lost most of everything you put in there. Yeah, it's, people shouldn't treat the stock market like a lottery ticket.
1: That's my takeaway on that one. And the, the probabilities, those aren't wrong. So like you said, if it's a 30% probability, and you're putting all your money in, that there's a 30% probability that sets like a 70% probability that you're going to lose. Right. And not only do you lose, but like with
0: options, let's say you're buying these calls, you put all of your portfolio in this, there's a 70% chance that if it doesn't go in the money, you have zero, absolutely nothing left because it's completely different from from, uh, stocks in that way. For example, let's say I buy that 105 call. I want Microsoft to rally 5% from 100 to 105. If Microsoft goes down, 5%, then those calls are worth nothing at all whatsoever. I have just wasted all of my money. I have nothing to show for it. And it's different from uh, the stock in that way, because you bought stock at uh, $100. It's now gone to 95. You've lost $500. That sucks. But you didn't lose the entirety of all of your account.
1: Yeah. I'm just thinking about if you're working hard, maybe (laughs) you're trading every day and you build up your account and you do a lot of things right. But eventually you're going to do You're gonna do something wrong or the market's going to do something and it's going to wipe out all that hard work and you lose everything in one shot. Just the emotional um, impact of that as well, that could really mess you up, I think.
0: Yeah, and having gone through large drawdowns, like I said, my first 60 days of trading and then last summer in gold, the real key is just being market aware. And if you're trading options, you really need to be more market aware than most people but also having a system in place. Like I've been talking to Steve Burns, he's um, very active on Twitter and he's written, I think he's like 20 trading books or so. And he and I are actually going through each one of his trading books. And a lot of what he talks about is having a trading plan. And that trading plan involves an exit point. So if you are not winning on this trade, that's okay. Cut your losses, move on to the next one. You wanna keep your losses small and keep your winners big to hopefully have a growing portfolio.
1: Right, I think that's a that's a critical component. And so, just to summarize, options can be a fantastic source of additional cash flow, but it's not going to happen automatically. You're going to have to do a little bit of work, you're going to have to take a little bit of education, and you're going to have to be smart and manage your risk well. So, it's not one of those things where you're going to come in and just start crushing it. You might lose two thirds if you don't know what you're doing or all. But if you're serious about trying to improve your cash flow and you're willing to manage your risk and to do the right thing, then this is a great option for just about anybody that has a little bit of extra capital to get started. Doesn't take a whole lot. Uh, you can actually get started with a free practice account, or you could even start with a small uh, sized account with about one or $2,000 would be Absolutely. To practice on while you're building it up. Chris, thanks for being on the show. Can you tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you if they want to learn more about options trading and some education that you offer?
0: Sure thing. So the easiest way to reach me is on Twitter or Instagram. My handle on both of those is at 10 Trading, And my website is 10MinuteStockTrader.com. And real quick, I didn't give the backstory on that, but a lot of people think that I'm in and out of stocks in 10 minutes whenever I I tell them 10MinuteStockTrader.com. It's actually the opposite. I want to spend as little time as possible in my trading platform. I try to keep it to about 10 minutes a day because once you know how to trade, once you've figured out the systems, once you have a good plan in place for entering and exiting, you don't have to be in there all the time managing things because you already know what you need to know to get in and get out. And you've already got all those triggers set, you've got your order set. So really you go in, make a couple adjustments or put on some new trades here and there. You can be in and out of your portfolio in 10 minutes a day. And that, that's what I really want to share with people is that you don't have to sit in front of a, a giant war room with eight monitors and watching stock prices go tick by tick. Yeah, it's that's not the way I trade. I trade everything from my
1: iPad. Wow. I could sign up for that. Ten minutes a day. That's the kind of thing that I'm looking for personally. I don't yeah, want to absolutely. sit in front of charts all day. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show. It was great having you. Really good information.
0: Oh, my pleasure, Casey. Thank you so much for inviting me to come on. It was a, a true honor.
1: Excellent. Well, you guys heard it. Go check out Chris Yule at 10 com. I highly recommend that you guys uh, go and learn and, you know, see what options trading is all about. It might be a great cash flow strategy for you. Thank you. You have been listening to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast. Thank you. I hope that you will take some action steps on the information that you've learned in today's episode. It is critical that you don't just learn, but that you actually do something about the information you learned. Go back and listen again and write down what you're going to do about what you learned today. It just might change your life. If this podcast was beneficial to you, please go to iTunes and search Cashflow Hacking Podcast and leave a review. Also, if you want more financial tips and wisdom and you want to interact with me directly, you can always follow me on Twitter. Just search for Casey Stubbs. Thank you for listening to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast.
0: Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. I know you're a listener, but are you a watcher? Make sure you head on over to YouTube, type in 10-Minute Stock Trader, and subscribe to the 10-Minute Stock YouTube channel. Every week, I upload all the podcasts as full videos, and that way you're getting the full 10-minute trading experience. That way you can have all the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. Make sure you subscribe to whatever podcast app you're listening to, and leave me a five-star review if you don't mind. That would be fantastic. And whenever you're done with that, head on over to 10MinuteStockTrader.com and download the One Minute Options Trading Quick Start Guide. It'll give you all the tools, tips, and tricks that I use in my own portfolio, and it never gets outdated, and it will apply to every single options trade out there, so I think it'll be pretty useful for you. And while you're there, check out the free portfolio page. That'll show you everything that I've traded over the last year in full transparency. And since you're on the website already, check out the free trading course. In this free trading course, I give you every single thing that I know and use in my own portfolio, and I definitely think it'll help you out too. And then after you're done there, head on over to TastyWorks.com and sign up using the code 10MINUTE, that's one zero M I minute and I'll send you over $150 in free 10-Minute Trader exclusive bonuses from 10MinuteStockTrader.com. And most of all, thank you so much for letting me be a part of your day. I really appreciate the fact that you and I have connected today and that you've chosen to put me inside your earbuds. That means the absolute world to me. And thank you so much for stopping by. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person.